Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and on behalf of my co-host, Chrissy Dunham, and myself, let me just say thank you for joining us today. The Wonder Podcast is for you, whether you're a man, a woman, young, older, married, single. Our mission is to encourage you and get you focused back on the wonders of our great God. Psalm 136 says, to him who alone does great wonders, and to him alone do we dedicate this episode and every episode. So whether you're in the car or on your way to work, at home watching a little one, washing dishes or binge listening on a road trip, which we've heard many of you do, we say thank you. And we pray you enjoy this episode of The Wonder Podcast. Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Christy Dunham and I am here with my bestie, Lisa Clark, and we join you weekly to bring you different ideas, cooking tips, but mostly we're here to encourage you with your walk with the Lord and hopefully laugh a little, cry a little, and just walk with Lisa and I through life. And so we are approaching the end of January, Lisa. Can you believe it? Well, that went by fast, didn't it? Absolutely. I feel like I'm just now getting my mojo. Uh, before we know it, we're going to be in February. And here we here we go again. It's all fresh and new. That's right. But I want to report on one of my goals because I'm darn proud of myself today, Lisa. Now, anything can happen. But one of the goals I set for myself at the beginning of the year was to do Whole30. So I started January 4th. We are approaching the end of January. So February 4th will be my last day. And I want everyone to know, I want the world to know that I have stayed tried and true. Woo! Congratulations. It's unbelievable for this girl that is not disciplined, that does not stay focused on her food because she loves it so much. I want you to know that I'm doing it. So I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of myself. So I haven't way, seen you. I'm probably not going to recognize you when I you're see you. Not. Next time. I, I mean, I will probably by the time I see you, I'll probably be two sizes smaller. Absolutely. I you mean, I'm sure you oh will be. Gosh. Anyone that's that yeah. dedicated. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, the Lord has got me through this because when I want to get off the plan, he reminds me, no, let, let's at least do this for 30 days. So we're doing it. I'm very excited about it. How about your goals, Lisa? How are they going? Goals for the year. I really didn't set goals, but I, I like to have things to aim for. And they're going pretty good. I, like I said, we were gone the first week and a half of January. And so when I got home, it had to, I had to get back in the rhythms. But I'm back in my rhythm now, and it feels good to just kind of have some normalcy back in my life and focused on the things that I like to focus on. And so 2021 is off to a, a big start. It sounds like for both of us. Yeah. Yay. Let's so do what it. Did we call, what did we call what we did at the first of the year with our podcast? Didn't we call them goals or did we call yeah. it something else? Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Goals. Okay. Yeah. We okay. didn't set goals. I'm sorry. I was thinking resolutions. We don't set resolutions. We set goals. That's right. That's right. Excuse me. 
Well, another thing we're doing this year that's new and is what we're doing today is something new within the podcast. And we have a new series we're starting, which is something we're going to probably record once a month. And it's called The Friend Zone. And I'm super excited about this, Chrissy, and I know you are too. And The Friend Zone is going to focus on friends and family of ours And we are going to have them on the podcast and talk about what God's doing in their life. And there's a scripture out of, let me um, look at it real quick. Okay, it's 1 Peter 3.15. You've heard the scripture, but it says, and this is the New Living Translation. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if anyone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. And I remember years ago when I read that scripture, I thought, well, am I always ready to explain the hope that's in me? And so I started asking myself, what's God doing in your life so that I would be ready to give an account and I would always know what's God up to in my life and be present with that. And then I started asking other people. And I remember when I taught the youth for about 10 years, I would ask them that almost every Sunday, what's God doing in your life? And at first it was kind of awkward because no one wanted to verbalize that, or maybe they weren't real sure, but then they really got into it because they knew the question was coming. And so I think that's what the focus of this podcast, when we, uh, the friend zone podcast within the wonder podcast, will be focusing on what's God up to share with us, encourage us as believers. And, and then we turn that on our audience and always be prepared to let somebody know what God, what's God up to in your life, because he's always up to something, isn't he? Absolutely. He is always at work. And I love the question, what is God doing in your life? Because when I mentor people, that's one of the weekly questions I ask is what scripture are you in? What has the Lord taught you and what is he doing? And I am honored and privileged to introduce our guest today because I have had the privilege of mentoring her for a few years now. Her name is Kelly McCoy, getting ready to be Kelly McCoy Atkins because she's getting married just a few weeks from now. So Kelly, welcome to the friend zone. How does it feel to be our first guest? Hi, ladies. Oh, my goodness. It, I'm beyond honored. I feel very undeserving. And just, I'm blown away to even be on your podcast. I've been listening for years. And it's just a beautiful moment that God would find any story he's given me worth sharing with others. So I'm very blessed. Well, Kelly, you have a lot going on in your life. So let's ask the question. What is God doing in the life of Kelly McCoy? Oh my goodness. That is a wonderful question, but definitely a loaded question right now. I feel like I am, God is doing a lot of small miracles and big old blessings, I will say. But recently, yes, you said I have gotten engaged, which has been a miracle in itself. And the Lord has blessed me with a man that neither of us saw coming. I will say he didn't, I didn't. And Chrissy, I would probably say you didn't either. (laughs) No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I would have never called this. Me either. I've been so blessed to be walking with you since 2013. Oh my goodness. That blows my mind when I think about it and how long uh, God has given me the gift of your mentorship and leadership. It's been a beautiful season, a season of new challenges for sure, of learning how to, okay, God, stepping into this new realm 
as a girlfriend again and Beyonce now. And don't worry, this whole started, this whole um, relationship also started during quarantine. So thanks COVID for all those complications, but it's been a wild ride and we're, we're both very, very blessed to finally be here. And then let's throw in the mix that I'm also a virtual teacher right now, still working with students online, teaching elementary school fifth graders, which is a joy, but definitely a unique challenge. I've been teaching since 2008. And so to all of a sudden have a curveball thrown that I'll be teaching online has been a very new experience as well. And then go ahead and throw in the mix that also I'm now about to have a man move into my house and I actually have a, have to have a roommate and y'all, I have not had a roommate since college. If you haven't calculated yet by all the numbers, I just said, it's been a very long time since I've been in college. The Lord is just up to keeping me very busy and blessing me abundantly along the way. That's for sure. So Kelly, you kind of told us in a roundabout way how this all transpired. And you mentioned the words being a girlfriend again. This isn't your first time to date, Jonathan, right? No, it is not. So our story actually starts in 2014 with Chrissy. We were, Jonathan and I have dated previously, but now looking at it, it's such a beautiful story. And I feel like the Lord's just giving a bless, been giving us a blessing in even writing this story. But in 2014, I had been in a serious relationship for a while and then that relationship ended. And I don't exactly know how soon after it was, but Jonathan went to Chrissy and basically said, Hey, is Kelly ready today? And my answer was emphatically, no, I just knew I was not in the place where the Lord was ready for me to do any of that. And Chrissy could probably attest to that. And getting in another relationship again just sounded way too scary to me. And I will say that that just meant God had a lot of work to do in my heart for a long time. But it perked, you know, kind of got my attention. So after that, if I saw him at church, I would, you know, walk a certain way. I've served in the children's ministry and I knew he greeted at a certain door of the children's ministry. So I'd walk past him. And this is all because. I didn't know him at all. We didn't have any friends in common, really. We were in both involved in a ministry called Young Singles at our church, but we're in totally separate classes and really didn't interact. So, but I was watching <laughs> and asking Chrissy a lot of questions about him. And then finally come 2017, we, I was finally like, I, Chrissy, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I pretty much came to you and said, okay, I think I'm ready to date him. <laughs> That's correct. And I was like, you know, he's so kind, so respectful. He loves the Lord a lot. It's very evident. And I've been watching him for a while. So I think I'd be willing to date him. And mind you, I have not, I had not dated anyone during those years. So between 2014 and 2017. So we started dating and again, didn't know each other before as a friendship at all. But even though we are polar opposites, I found that I had a really great time with him and he planned these wonderful dates. And Chrissy, of course, I think gave a lot of advice on things I would find that were fun, which was honestly so nice because it's fun to have an insider giving some good tips on how to plan fun dates. And so God just really revealed to me a new relationship experience with him where we got to know each other as friends and still have a lot of fun 
And, but yet this was my first time to really date someone that I was not friends with before we started dating. So then at that point, after a few months, I just knew that there was a, we were kind of not drifting apart, but I just knew it wasn't quite right. And there was something missing or I didn't feel the Lord leading us anywhere else to hyper-spiritualize it, but it just felt like we had spent the time together that we were meant to. And it was time to move on before our hearts got entwined or hurt anybody. And so after about four months of dating, we parted ways and didn't speak for, I think maybe almost two, three years. Well, we were running to each other at church um, and different places, but it was just like, Hey, how are you? I will say the first few months after we stopped dating though, when I would see him, I would kind of get a bit sad thinking, man, he's so wonderful. And he's got all these great character traits. He loves the Lord a lot. He really, I could tell cared about me, which was a new experience for me to have in a relationship. And he just carried so many attributes of God that I greatly admired, but knew I was lacking in myself. And so when I see him, I get sad, but I was so reminded he was wonderful, but maybe not the right one. So let's just keep going on. Well, uh, fast forward like two years and I had been talking to Chrissy for a while about starting a new Sunday school class within our church for a unique age group. So about late twenties to early forties of singles called young professionals. And that was where I was that stage in life. It was, I had heard for years from a bunch of my girlfriends, just that they didn't feel like there was a class or a place they connected um, within that bracket or stage of their lives. And so I talked to Christy a lot about it. We'd been praying about it. And she had spoken to some of the ministers about maybe me start, you know, getting this group together. And they were like, okay, well, you need to get a group of people. And it just wasn't launching. Well, fast forward a year after that, and I had finished grad school and I had bought my own house and was living in it and doing all these big girl things. And then God calls me back to this class. And says, okay, now you finished those big tasks. It's time for you to now serve. And I want you to serve like this. So lo and behold, God had given the same direction to Jonathan. So I called Jonathan to talk to him about this class because it works within the age group of the ministry that he runs. So I called him and I said, hey, I want to you know, start a class for young professionals, kind of be this age gap that we're missing, we're serving. And he was like, oh yeah, well, I'm already meeting with a few of our close friends on Sunday, why don't you meet with us and we'll start planning. And so I said, absolutely. I was like, okay, the God, this is a clear sign. Like you want us to move forward here. So we started meeting and spent about six months with a group planning for this um, new class before we launched it. And then we launched in January of 2020 and it was very blessed. We had around 15 to 25 people come on a Sunday and then COVID caused us all to go into quarantine and the church closed. So while this was, you know, for me, I was like, oh no, we just started this new group. It was definitely something that God used to bring Jonathan and I back together because the only way to keep a group going is to plan things to do. So in quarantine, I would call Jonathan and say, hey, you know, how are we going to get have you talked on, checked on these people in our class? Have you checked on these people? Can we do a game night? So we started doing virtual game nights with everyone. And then 
we would have lots of side conversations because we, you know, working together to talk about our people and how to support them. And just through all those conversations, a girlfriend finally said to me, so tell me again why y'all aren't dating. <laughs> why, why didn't that work out? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, I can think back to why back then it didn't know, but now that I'm reflecting on it, it seems like all those reasons don't apply anymore. So let me think about it, get back to you. Well, then I, I started doing again what I had done years ago. And when we, when Jonathan and I would talk on the phone about class, I would listen to his wisdom. And when we were making decisions and um, how to care for people and how to support people and what would be best serve our community, I was listening very attentively on how he was leading and the discernment he had and just how truly passionate he is about caring for people and about this ministry, this age group and about, you know, single people, which the Lord definitely gave me a huge passion for. And so finally we, um, you know, this is very, very Kelly, but we met finally in person one night, a few people from our class were brave enough to do it during quarantine outside. And we had a game night and I sent him a message that said, are you coming to join everyone? He was like, I'm not sure. And then I dropped the hint and said, well, I'd really like it if you came or something along those lines. It'd be more fun if you were here. And immediately he called me that evening and said, what was that about? Let's talk about it and what's going on. So then we, then it was kind of God's, you know, story from there. So then we just started having conversations about possibly dating again and what would that be like? And really that just meant a lot of uh, you know, dinners at my house and spending time together, really getting to know each other. But it was just a huge blessing that we had had that year of working together in this class and diving into seeing how we how we lead and how we serve and how we love people to learn and build that friendship that I thought was missing the first time we dated. This conver- that conversation happened in May of 2020. And by July of 2020, I told him I wanted to marry him. So <laughs> here we are. Wow. Here we are. Now, I would like to add that during the story, uh, during the summer of 2020, uh, Kelly and I worked together at my daughter's business. And yeah. Lisa, she was buying clothes like none other. Like, well, this, oh, would yeah. be, well, this would be cute on a honeymoon. I'm like, well, are you planning <laughs> on getting married anytime soon? No, but I mean, hopefully one day. They were dating the whole time. So we yes. didn't know a thing. Did not know a thing. I'm not going to say she lied, but <laughs> she did not it, express the truth ever. It, it truly was an advantage that my workstation faced the wall. Can I be honest? Because Chrissy would be like, you hung out with Jonathan and again? And I was like, oh yeah. It's just like, Y'all are so going to date. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> just shaking my head, not saying anything, but just avoiding the answer because we really, Chrissy heard me after we stopped dating. The first time I was like, you know, once I date someone, I'm done. You know, I don't go back. You know, God's made it clear. It's not, not going to happen again. And so this time around, I was like, we have to figure out, you know, with the Lord, or I had to figure out with the Lord, what was going on before inviting people into the. Right. Telling people so, about it. Absolutely. So Kelly, this adventure started in 2014. We are now in 2021. Jonathan is very patient. You yes. are very patient. <laughs> but uh, so we've heard the story. 
tell me and Lisa about the conversations that you were having with the Lord. How did he guide you? How did he lead you? Tell us what your rhythm was during those days from 2014 to today, uh, because I know the Lord has done a miraculous work in you and Jonathan's lives, Mm -hmm. and it's quite a love story. But tell us what you and God were talking about. Uh, It is very much a miraculous story for sure, because um, in 2014, I was completely lost, I will say, and you saw it, but the Lord was so important to me. And yet I did not have the intimate relationship with him that I do now, but not even kind of, I was lost and very um, much in need of a savior. And just from the standpoint of, I wanted that intimacy with the Lord and had put relationships ahead of my God. And that had caused some serious turmoil in my life. But after that, you know, Chrissy, you always encouraged me. You said many, many times, pray boldly, but be content where God has you. And one of the things I held onto all these years was, you know, I'm now almost 36. I'll be 36 two weeks after our wedding. And people for years were like, okay, you're still single. Are you okay? after you had those conversations with me, just saying to them, you know, I believe I'm walking in the will of the Lord at this point in my life. Why would you have me do anything different? And that was one of the biggest things that you always said to me is be content with where God has you. And if you are walking within the will of the Lord, be confident that he is doing great things with your life. Because when we are in God's will, we can't mess it up, even if it looks kind of messy or it takes forever, like like our love story did. But um, a lot of the conversations I had with the Lord were, Lord, please refine me. Please refine me. I knew I had a lot of dark, hidden spots within my heart that need to be revealed and worked through. I also was very aware that I love to serve and serving is a gift of mine. And so I prayed for a very long time, Lord, how can I serve? How can I serve? And definitely served in different places but it's revealing now how God has me serving with Jonathan. And that's how he united us. Um, I tell people now this past summer when we were really walking through, should we get back together or is this just quarantine? You know, I'm an Enneagram seven. So by nature, I'm extremely extroverted. So being in quarantine was like a completely outside of anything I felt like I could do and praise God for Katie Apple and you, Chrissy, letting me get out of the house every day and come work just to be around people. So I was definitely praying, Lord, is this just quarantine? Is this just situational? Um, Is he just available or is this something you're calling me to? And every time I prayed that prayer this past summer, the next day, God would reveal something new about Jonathan that I had been praying for in a husband for a long time. And he was like, it's right in front of you, Kelly. Here, take a look. And then I was, you know, the next day I'd be like, I don't know, God, am I, am I just, am I just, I don't know, grow my affections. Am I just taking, am I just going back to what's comfortable? And um, then the next day the Lord would grow my affection for Jonathan in a new way. And so it was like, as I took a step within his will over these years, and even just in this relationship, God just kept affirming it and affirming it and affirming it. My sweet fiance challenged us to do um, the annual Bible. And I actually years ago brought, bought an annual Bible. Lisa, it's the same one you use every year and tried to stick with it with you long time ago. But 
never finished it. Well, this year we're doing the Bible project. If y'all know about that app. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been awesome, but we, you know, reading about the life of Moses now we're in Exodus and I feel a lot of my conversations with God were, were a lot like Moses when the Israelites came to him many a times and said, what are you doing with us? Where are we going? And Moses went to God and just pleaded, what, what am I doing? And then God was very, was always coming back with a blessing or a reply or providing for his people, um, but always within his will. Um, I think, you know, we read today, Exodus 17, that talks about the water and the rock and the Israelites are begging for water. And Moses asked God and God gives him this kind of outrageous thing. Take your staff and go hit a rock, right? Sounds kind of funny these days, but Moses walked within the will of God, obeyed, went and did it. And God turned around and provided the Israelites with water. And so over my, the last few years, my story has been very similar to that, where when I'm walking the will of God, maybe he asked me to do something unique or different than others around me. Um, but I prayerfully was trying to step into those roles or fulfill what God has asked of me. And then he has just continued to abundantly bless. That's for sure. Well, Kelly, it's so when you ask the question to you, Kelly, what's God doing in your life? It's kind of a dual answer from what I'm listening to, because he's done a great work in your life personally and just mm-hmm. exploring your relationship with him putting you on the right path to righteousness, which he's called you to, but also giving you the desires of your heart and providing Mm -hmm. for you a mate and Jonathan. And I love, I want to just bring out one other point and we're going to have to close here in a minute. And it's just been so exciting to hear this story because I'd never heard the full story. I know Chrissy's walked with you for many years. And I just want to point out to our audience, the significance of this, because Chrissy has walked with Kelly for many years and Kelly saw a need in her life for spiritual discipleship and mentorship. And I think it's so important for us to realize that need in our own lives because we all need someone. And I think what she gave you, Kelly, was pure gold when she said, be content and pray boldly. I got chills when I heard you say that because There are people that I'm walking with in my life that need that message as well. And I think we have to look to our right and to our left and see who God's put in our path. And are we investing in them? And are we encouraging them and spurring them on and giving them words of truth, whether it's a neighbor or a friend or a daughter or a mother or a coworker? Because we could look forward 10, 14 years, 15 years, whatever it was since Chrissy's been mentoring you and their life, the trajectory of their life could change because of these little words and this little investment of time. So I'm glad that we brought that up in this first episode of the friend zone, because our friends, our people, those who have our ear are so very important. And Chrissy, you, you did it with Kelly and you're, you're part of this story. I mean, I want to sing matchmaker, matchmaker, but it's so much more than that. (laughs) yes she is though and she's she really is and it's so fun to I love that Chrissy's a part of our story well let me tell you what comes out to me while we're wrapping up is God's days are different from ours you know the Bible says that one day is equal to what thousand yeah so our timing is very different from God's timing 
And I love how he works so gently with Kelly and to prepare her because she's right. She wasn't ready to meet anybody in 2014. And the Lord molded her and made her. And uh, she created a relationship with the Lord like she's never had before. And this is a picture of God's grace and that he never gives up on you and that he will walk with you. And Kelly decided to get back in his will. And yeah, it took some years. But like we've talked about, Lisa, when you're in God's will, you cannot make a mistake. And it may look silly and it may not look the best and it's taken years or whatever. But when you're walking in the Lord's will, you cannot make a mistake. It just doesn't happen. So this is a fun love story. And I know God is smiling down and with a little giggle, like, wow, you know, we did it. And <laughs> Kelly was obedient. So and Jonathan was obedient. And to see his little smile when he sees her, they are in love with each other. And God is right in the center. And I believe with my heart that he'll always be there. So what a story. What a guy. What a girl. And <laughs> oh, you're an amazing relationship. Well, we are so blessed. Y'all are so sweet. And this there's just so many wonderful things God has done. And the last thing I have to say is something that I learned this week, that the first attribute God ever described of himself was in Exodus and Exodus 34. And the first thing he said was that he's merciful. And if there's anything that I could say about my God is that he has been so merciful Exactly what you said, Christy, just so full of grace to me. And in this story, I just see his hand all over that. Amen. What a great way to end it. We we love our God. What a savior. What a story. What a what a new couple. We're so excited for you guys. And thank you so much, Kelly, for coming on our first episode of the Friend Zone. And uh, it's been fun. Thank you. 